Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Jesus came to serve people. Now, somehow people think that the church is made for you to come and be served. But Jesus said, and what is, it, what is a Christian? Christ-like, right? A, a little Jesus, right? And so you might think that, well, Pastor Bob, I would love to serve, but I don't have any gifts to serve anybody with, right? But God says that every single person has received a gift. In 1 Peter 4.10, it says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. How does a person find out what is their gift? What, what is it? Well, uh, how you find out is by the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight, right? You have to take a step of faith and you have to step out and try something, right? You, if you say, well, maybe I have the gift of teaching. Well, then you get involved with children's ministry and start teaching and see if it good, it's good, right? And the apostle Paul said in 1 Timothy 4, 14, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Now, why would Paul tell Timothy, who was his assistant and who was very involved in the work of the kingdom, don't neglect the gift that was in you. Because I believe that we have a tendency to neglect the gift that God gives us, right? Just think about your life. How different your Christian life would be if instead of you were thinking, is this the right church for me? Is this pastor good enough for me? If you started praying, Lord, how can I use what you've given me to love other people and to serve other people and help other people, right? Imagine if you started thinking that. Imagine if you started praying that every day, that you got up and said, Lord, show me how I can use whatever you've given me to help other people, right? And, uh, and, and not just help other people, but, you know, Jesus said, loving those who love you, you know, that's no big deal. Heathen people do that. But loving people expecting nothing in return. Imagine if you started praying and saying, Lord, help me to love people expecting nothing in return. Help me to get to that level. Now, when I first started going to church, I couldn't do that, right? I, I didn't want to, you know, you, you kind of just couldn't do it. But he wants to change you on this in, inside to help you to do that. And so rather than focusing on what I don't have, we need to focus on, hey, what has God given me? And we begin to seek God and pray and say, Lord, I know that someone asked you, Jesus, a lawyer asked Jesus, what's the most important thing in the Bible? And Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, whole heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And you know the next part, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, it's not in knowing it that brings the blessing. It's in the doing it. Look, you don't know what it is until you try it. You got to step out in faith, right? And, and so we should focus on what God has given us and what we can do and, and how we can use it for the kingdom of God. First Peter 4.10 says, as each one has received a gift, every one of you has a gift, minister it to one another in the church as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So God wants us to faithfully serve. Now, that's what he's talking about in verse 26 when he says, if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. And if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. So without the Spirit of God, you know, we can't really be empathetic and love people and serve people the way God wants us to. I have a tendency to be selfish and only concerned about myself, right? But we know that selfishness and self-centeredness leads to what? Sadness and confusion about life. If all you think as a Christian about me, 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 what about me? How come they got better than me? How come they got that? How come me, me, right? What does the Bible say? James 3, 16. 
For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there, right? So that doesn't really produce the kind of life God wants for you, right? To just be a selfish person. So 2 Corinthians 1, 3 says, Blessed be the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So God sends people into our lives to help us when we're going through difficult times. And what he says is that once God helps you with that same comfort that you were encouraged, you need to comfort other people, right? And that's how the body of Christ should function. And I often think about how the Lord has sent people in my life to comfort me, to encourage me, to help me. There's been many times when I thought, I'm gonna quit ministry, I'm gonna quit serving Jesus. Uh, You know, when I first started playing in a worship band, actually I was leading worship at a church and uh, I remember just going home and telling my wife, that's it, I'm quitting, I'm terrible. And she's like, why do you think that? I'm like, I played a wrong chord. It's like, one wrong chord and you're quitting? Uh, you know, you need to get over yourself, right? But here's the thing. She didn't say that. She's polite. She's like, oh, honey, you're great. Nobody knew. You know, it's like, uh, but here's the thing. We need to encourage others because God encourages us. And we need to be thinking about loving and serving others. That's what being a Christian is. If you go to work tomorrow and you're thinking, how can I bless people? How can I be a blessing to people? Or it's going to change the way you see it. When you come to church next Sunday, if you come in thinking, Where's my latte? And you better play my favorite songs. Or, hey, who can I help today, right? Who can I bless? Do you seek to help other people, right? Uh, Has God sent people to help you, right? And and so when you think about it, that's why most of the ministries at our church go on. Carlos helps people because someone's helped him. He does Tuesday night drug and alcohol. Jennifer helps people with healed and set free because someone helped her. Debbie does grief share because someone encouraged her, right? And many of us, we do what we do because we recognize that God sent people to encourage us and help us. And, and when we say, God, thank you, I love you, what do you want me to do? You know what he says? I want you to go love other people and help them, right? He doesn't say, go watch Netflix till the rapture, <laughs> right? Nothing wrong with Netflix. But I mean, the point is, is that, you know, Jesus loved people and how he showed it was by serving them. And, and it brought joy to their lives. In, in John 15, 11, <clears throat> Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Now, how did he love them? He washed their feet. Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus died for us, right? And so Jesus is saying, if you want to have a joy-filled life, it comes through loving other people. And how do you show love to people? By serving them, right? And, and serving people produces a joy-filled life. Why? Well, because that's how God created us. And helping others produces joy not only in your life, but in their life. And the church is a great place to take ventures of faith and try to use whatever resources God has given you to love others, to help others. And here's the good news. It's going to have an eternal impact on them throughout eternity, forever. And you're going to get e- eternal rewards in heaven for doing the work of God, being part of the body of Christ. And, and really, it does produce a great life. In, in Philippians 2, 2, it says, Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in all lowliness, let, uh, uh, all lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but for the interest of others. So that Philippians 2, 4 you know, we had our kids memorize that, junior high and high school. Hey, look out for the interests of others. Being a Christian is not a selfish person. Being a Christian is being a loving, giving person. And it produces great joy. That's what he's saying there in, to the church of Philippi. And, you know, I read a book some years ago by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud, 
and the title of it was The Law of Happiness. And he said that research into happiness shows that circumstances account for only 10% of our happiness. 90% of happiness comes from what's going on inside of you. Now, when I read that, I thought, oh, wow, that's awesome. Why is that awesome? Well, because 90% of your happiness comes from what's going on inside. Now, if your attitude is, Lord, who can I love? Who can I serve? Who can I bless expecting nothing in return? You're going to be a happy person, right? Uh, and, and if your happiness is all like bent on, hey, when everybody does what I want, when I want, and how I want, then I'll be happy. Mm. <laughs> it's like not an optimistic future in that, right? I mean, because really the Lord wired us to be loving, giving people, and that produces joy. And I would just encourage you this morning, if the Lord's been nudging you to step out in faith, to get involved and use whatever talents or resources God's given you, then I would encourage you, do it. Because it is the place of greatest joy, right? Being selfish and self-centered, it's just a never-ending, you know, chasing the end of a rainbow. Oh, I'm almost happy one day, right? But here's the thing. When I pray for people, when I share God's word with people, when I help people in any way I can, whatever it is, you know, when I first got saved, I thought, okay, I know what. I'm not going to wash people's feet, but I'll clean the toilet. So uh, I volunteered to, jam, you know, clean the church. And, and I remember just cleaning the toilets thinking, yeah, this is the same as washing feet. This is awful, right? But, but I was like, Lord, I love you. I want to serve you. And, and, and God was like, Bob, I don't want you to torture yourself. I want you to use what I've given you to, to help other people. Now, you do love things clean, but you don't have to clean the bathroom. <laughs> you could do other things, right? So God has created you unique with a purpose, Right? And as he said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.14, do not neglect the gift that is in you. God wants you to use your life to impact this world for his kingdom. If you look at the world and you say, the world is crazy, what can I do? Well, you can start praying and say, God, how can I use whatever you've given me to love other people, to help other people? And you could start by, you know, exercising your gifts here at the church because here people are gracious, right? Whatever it is, right? And God wants to use your life to impact the world. But, He's not going to force you. So you have to say, Lord, hey, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And, and when you pray that, and I challenge you to pray that, Lord, what do you want me to do? Open doors for me to serve people, love people, help people. What can I do? Right? There's a guy <coughs> who does trim in our church, and he's like, hey, I want to serve the Lord. I said, what do you do? I do trim. You want to do trim in the windows? All right, let's do it. And so he's doing trim in all the windows. It's like, wow, and it's really awesome. I love it. I come in, and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful, right? There's a guy who builds cabinets, and, you know, I come in, oh, that's beautiful. <coughs> people come and clean. People do the words. You know, when Melissa leads worship, I'm sitting in the back, and the words are correct up there. I'm like, oh, I love it that the words are right up there, right? And all of us work together. There's so much to do. But how do we do it? Well, by faith. We just, we just step out in faith. And if God has blessed you, and you want to bless others, then pray and say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me to step out in faith and to use whatever you've given me for your kingdom. And as you do that, it makes your life exciting, right? The, the journey for happiness ends right there because when you start loving in people, wherever you're at, it begins to produce joy in your life because that's how God created you, right? The, even today, as you hold the door open for somebody, like, oh, that was pretty good, right? I mean, you start with some light lifting. <laughs> Loan them a pencil, whatever, but you need to start where you're at. And as you begin to love people and serve people, man, it produces great joy because the Bible says you reap what you sow. And see, when you begin to live your life to love people and help people, your, your family, your wife, your kids, your parents, whoever it is, your spouse, and you begin to just live your life to help and bless people, man, life is so much better. It just produces a, a, a quality of life that's indescribable. And so I would encourage you, wherever you're at in your journey with the Lord, to just pray, Lord, help me to step out. Help me to do something, whatever it is. And as you do it, 
you will experience a supernatural work of God in your life that you never could imagine. So do it. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we do pray for all of us that you help us, Lord, to seek you. Lord, how we can love others the way you love us. Lord, as you were an example for us, you didn't come to be served, but to serve. Help us, Lord, to be people who don't want to be served, but that we would want to serve others, that we want to love others the way, Lord, that you want us to use our talents and gifts and resources to love others. So we pray, Lord, that you would cause these words to transform our hearts. And Lord, that we would be people who represent you well in our community as the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you